What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. This one's going to be really, really brief. I am putting together um, some of the system's best practices and frameworks around uh, the head of people role for myself, uh, if and when I have to go back in-house. I've told you guys about this already. And um, one of the pieces around that is around my input, my perspective, my desire, my point of view around uh, manager development and training and what the expectations are of the managers that I feel I will be leading. Because again, I've told you guys this, when I look at the head of people role, I genuinely in my heart believe the 34 or 47 or 87 or 107 managers that are within an organization should be reporting to and should be led by the head of people when it comes to certain aspects of the emotional intelligence landscape, the people landscape, all things people um, that are more on the communicative, again, emotional intelligence, empathetic, uh, employees first side of things. Now, I think if it's more technical things, I believe that they should be going to a CFO or CTO or CIO or CFO or other folks within the organization at the C-suite level. But the, the chief people officer, in my personal opinion, the head of people should be the direct report of all managers when it comes to a certain certain things around the EQ, employees first kind of variables and things that you guys have heard me talk so much about. Now, having said that, I want to talk about when it when it comes to learning how to get buy-in when you're a manager of your people. And I think the biggest mistake that most managers make is they make decisions around what they are going to do operationally via their own broadcast, via their own perspective, via their own satellite, via their own POV, via their own channel. What I mean by that is they're making the decision and then letting their their teams know about the, the decision that they're making post making the decision. And so for me, if I'm ahead of people inside of an organization, I'm making it a policy. I'm making it an expectation. I'm making it a must have that when I look at decision making as a manager, I am going to my people first and figuring out how each individual person on my team, whether I have a team of six, 12, three, 14 that I'm directly leading, I'm going to each one of them when they're hired, when I first meet them, while we're in the organization, three, four, five times a year. And I'm figuring out how each individual wants to have an input, wants to have a, a role when it comes to decisions that are made within the organization from an internal communication standpoint. That's what I mean when I say buy-in. At the end of the day, a manager and an executive has the final say on what actually tends to get operationalized and, and input. But at the very least, what I'm going to make sure that it's you know, operationalized and institutionalized is that the managers are going directly to the employees first when the idea of the decision that they want to make first pops in their head and they're figuring out at the individual level how Karen, how Susan, how Derek, how Robin, how Andrew, how, how, how Sarah, how each individual person wants to be involved with this decision from a direct Again, from a direct internal communication standpoint, because I want them to be bought in. I want them to know that I care 
so much about their point of view, so much about their perspective on this idea. I want to get data from them. I want them to be bought in emotionally. I want them to be bought in tactically. I want them to be bought in operationally. I want them to be bought in from an engagement perspective. I want them to be bought in from, again, an emotional and psychological safety perspective. And the only way you can do that is if you understand, is number one, you have the conversations. And then number two, if you understand how each person wants to be involved. Like for instance, for me, if I'm being led by a manager, for me, for me to be bought in, I want you to come to me and let me know when the idea is still going through your head around what decision you're going to make. I want you to come to me and say, hey, Anthony, hey, AJ, here's what I'm thinking about putting place, something that you're going to be involved in. How do you want to be involved? What are your thoughts? Do you see any glaring holes? Can, can, can you plug some of those holes? Do you have any feedback? And then I, for me... I want you to go even another step further and say, when it comes to the workflow, when it comes to the execution of your piece of this decision, that's inevitably going to change how you work or how you develop or how you're a part of this team. What are your thoughts on that? What Again, what can you change? What glaring holes do you see? I like to be genuinely and fully and heavily involved in the process. I'm not a big fan of getting an email or getting uh, a message and saying, hey, this is the new change that's coming up here. Be prepared. I'm not a fan of that. I do not appreciate that. I know some other people via my girlfriend, via my mom, via most of my friends, they just want an update. They just want, let me know what's happening. Let me know what's changing. Let me know how I got to react. I don't really want to be involved in the, the process of how I need to react or why I need to react or what I could be doing, or I don't really need to kind of get my ego wrapped up in it. I just want to know what's happening so I can make the adjustments. And I need it to be a little bit of a heads up because I don't really appreciate any surprises. Some people are more in the middle of those two phases. But I believe in my heart that everyone has a different point of view around how they are bought in. Everyone has that. Now, if you really have an ability to have empathetic, strategic, you know, really detailed conversations with your direct reports, they know how they are bought into things. If you run through their career, they have been bought in on certain initiatives within the organization. They have been bought in on certain projects and they have not been bought in on certain projects. They have not been excited. They have not been engaged. And if you really facilitate the nuances of those variables and those concepts in those particular moments, they tend to they tend to be able to explain to you why they were bought in, why they weren't bought in, what allowed them to be super engaged, what forced them and caused them to not be super engaged. All these things play a big, 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 big role. And these are expectations that I would have, that I, I will have, and I must have on behalf of my managers. Before anything happens, when it comes to making sure their team is bought in, when I'm the, C when I'm the CPO, when I'm the chief people officer, and I'm looking at the data and saying, huh, Derek, it doesn't seem like your team, your team scored a 34% out of 100 in being bought in on your initiatives over this last quarter, let's look into that. And then I go and have conversations and I figure out you never had contextual conversations to pull data to figure out how to number one, understand how each person wants to be involved and how you can be, how you can really keep them involved from being bought in. And then number two, you didn't even again go and make those contextual adjustments once you collected the data. That's going to be a problem for me as a head of people. We're going to have a conversation and we're going to need to make some changes within your development to make those adjustments to make sure you're doing it long term. And if you're not going to do it long term, then maybe we need to have a question about you being a manager within this organization. That's personally how I 
would go about operationalizing it and how I would go about treating it. And this is the type of this is the type of power I want to see more from heads of people. I want to see heads of people not only just giving a training or a thoughtful conversation around these things. I want these folks to be held. I want these folks to hold these managers accountable. I want the managers to be the direct reports of these heads of people when it comes to these types of situations and circumstances. So just one man's point of view. I know there's a lot of different points of views out there, but this is how I'm going about this work. And this is how I genuinely believe most people should go about this work when they are ahead of people within an organization and they're putting together their management, development and training moments, programs, etc. Thanks a lot, guys.